for the passion. Get ready for the banter. It's the Sedia A-Holes podcast. Forza, Tommy and Tony. All right, guys, how you doing? It's the City A-Holes, Juve and Napoli special. I'm Tony Buscuso. I'm here with Tommy Matera. How you doing, Tommy? Ciao a tutti. Ciao a tutti. Tommy, what's new, man? We are live from the Champions League draw. Yeah, man, give me uh, give me some info here, dude. Give me some info. So, pot one is out, uh, boys and girls. Pot one is out right now. We're waiting for pot two. Obviously, no intriguing matchups just yet because only one set of teams has been drawn. So, but... It's uh, it's interesting, Tony. I didn't realize. I was just saying to you off off uh, mic here. There's only one Portuguese team in this year. That's crazy to me. Like that seems so odd. That Porto is the only Portuguese team in the Champions League. Now, how does it work? Because it's like basically depending on the success, obviously, obviously of each league, right? So usually, correct me if I'm wrong. Porto Portuguese usually had at least two teams in, correct? And it was yeah. Usually, you'd have either a combination or sometimes three, right? You usually, you know, sporting uh, Benfica and Porto, sometimes Braga would sneak in. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, I'm just a bit shocked. I know that Milan's playing Rio Ave in the uh, Europa League com- right. Uh, qualifiers, right? Yeah. I mean, the teams that would, would, you know, notoriously have like maybe just one uh, club, you know, you know, having the opportunity to at least qualify was like Scotland would have one team, Right. right. Um, what else would would, you know, would it be? Uh, would it be uh, Turkey or Turkey always had two? Uh, I think they usually had one or one, two. two right. Ukraine, right? Ukraine Russia. was one. Yeah, Russia. Right, 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 um, right, right. It's a, it's an interesting, but but you know, it's so uncommon to not see a second. And I know it sounds funny, but like to not see a second Portuguese team. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. You think about how many good players come out of Portugal too, right? Right. Right. It's 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 crazy, but so what else? So what you want to say the groups or what do you got there? Uh, just I just have the one team right now where pot two is about to be drawn, and I tell you what, pot two is it, it's interesting. I always find it interesting how they do these pots, right? It never seems to make sense to me. Yeah, like, I know that it's based on how you do in the league and right. it's how you do it, in, depending on how you've done in Europe and stuff like that. But I think that there's some some interesting things. Like that's all. I just think that you look at pot two, three, and four, and you're like, eh, I could have gone. <laughs> But it was. Uh, is there a nice looking lady taking the uh, the uh, you know the bingo uh, balls there? What are they? Nah, what are they? It looks like it's Drogba. <laughs> Drogba, dude. All right. There's some nice looking women talking about it. But all right. But, uh, so here's what we're gonna do. So you got you. You know, obviously stay on there, and we'll uh, you know update us as yeah. we go on. We have uh, bigger fish to fry, obviously, with yes, the show, do. Tommy. Yes, it's gonna do. be uh, it's gonna be amazing weekend for us. Uh, as we know, October fourth, uh, two forty five, the big match and. You know, this is this is the you know the North versus South. This is the most successful team in the North, and the and without question, the most successful team in the South. And it's uh, every time that they play, it's a big rivalry. Um, it, it just dates back so so far, uh, you know, in the history of the city A and in Italian football. And we're going to discuss obviously those things moving forward because you know what people don't understand is like there were because these factories were built in Torino, right? Obviously, hardworking, and we know this. Obviously, I'm Nabli Don. It's in my blood, and you know, my father, hardworking, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, people. They were, you know, shipped up to up to the north and uh, worked in these mm-hmm. factories and Fiat and stuff like that. And these, you know, these people that were growing up in the south became these Juve fans. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of hatred, obviously, towards those 
that uh, have Navali Don blood and and how this all kind of came about. But uh, we'll dive into that when uh, you know when, later in the show without question. But first of all, just a couple of things that's uh, what's going on. Obviously, we know we had to say goodbye to the fresh tomato pie, which was just uh, <laughs> which was just uh, you know very very difficult for me to deal with. Man, and I said my my last goodbyes for the season. It was a phenomenal, uh, and they they went over the top. They went over the top. They definitely, uh, uh, you know, seasoned those tomatoes perfectly just for that last kind of, you know, hurrah. And it, it was a, it was a great thing, man. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll be, uh, back in the season again, you know, back in the saddle. I just saw you had a salty dog mug there, Tommy, you been the Hilton head. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I have a, um, Okay, whatever. An ex girlfriend who I used to live with that used to go to Hilton Head. Ah, so I, um, I, I, as soon see the thing is for everybody that doesn't know when you see a salty dog, you immediately yeah. go to Hilton Head, right? So you know I've never been to Hilton Head, man. It's one of the places I want to visit. Beautiful. It's a if you like golf, it's an island of golf. Like it's it's yeah, every. I've heard, I've heard that, but I've heard it's like a lot of like. It's just something like you need to go and see. It's it it's, it's very relaxing. Tiger Woods has a, a place there. Michael Jordan had a place there. Uh, mm-hmm. So very, very awesome place. But it was crazy. I had to stop there. I'm like, oh, my God, is that Salty Dog? Because when you see Salty Dog, yeah. you immediately like – Yeah, uh, and she had gotten me like a thermal shirt with the Salty Dog on it. Yeah, every stuff. every year we go, we got to get the Salty Dog shirts and whatever. But yeah. and my kids love it. We have a timeshare down there, so we go every year. So it's been uh, – <laughs> But it's it's a really really fun place to go. The other thing too is Tommy uh, Shamrock Rovers smacked my Don Doc. They got yes, they did. roasted. Yes, I think it was four nil. Uh, Filippo's first loss. Wasn't Filippo's it? first loss. But the big shout out today. Um, unfortunately, it's not on the uh, streaming uh, Irish TV that I have. Uh, Sean just informed me it's going to be on Irish TV. But uh, Don Doc uh, playing for uh, Europa. Is it Europa or is it for Champions League? They're, they're, it's this is. They were saying it's a five million euro or something like that game tonight or something, something that it's it's it means everything to the club. Um, I forgot who they're playing, Tommy. Do you know where they're playing? Europa or? League. It is for Europa League. Yeah, and, and it's uh, uh, it's Ki of um, oh my god. Oh, here it is. It's uh, Kal- Kalaviskic. Kal- yeah, I forget what country they're from. It's uh, yeah, I'm not sure either, man. But um. It's, it's, but it's in Dublin. It is in Dublin. Oh, Faroe Islands. It's Faroe Islands. Faroe Islands. Yeah, at the Aviva Stadium, which I've been to, and it's really nice. You've been to that stadium? So I was there when we went. I was at, I was in Dublin for um, St. Paddy's Day a few years back. Wow. I was there for the long weekend. and uh, The long we weekend. Were, we, the we long weekend, to, in quotes. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, it was because I was visiting my, um, my best friend who was living in London at the time. Yeah. We were, I was there for the week, and... Uh, he said, hey, you know, like, it's only an hour flight and it's like 90 euros round trip. Like, we can go to Dublin for the weekend and then you'll fly home when we get back to London. I said, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm already there. Right. You know? So we spent uh, Monday to Thursday in London. Or, sorry, I spent Sunday to Mon- Sunday to Thursday in London and then Friday – or, sorry, Thursday night to Sunday in Dublin. Flew from Dublin to London and London home on Sunday. Wow! So it was, it was it was like, and I got to see Milan play Arsenal in the Europa League uh, that week, and I spent St. Paddy's Day in Dublin. It's like a dream weekend, dude. Like dream week. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, you had a lot of Guinness. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. So we went to the factory and we did the. Oh whole, my god! We did a tour, and then a uh, a boy who I used to coach his father is a 
He's a very big wig. Shout out to Matt Lawler, a uh, very big wig at uh, Diageo. Oh. And he got us like the backstage tour at Guinness. Okay, so at Letty are in group with Bayern. Okay. First right. one. Oh, wait. No, sorry. I lied. They're the first one to come out. I forget. They do the groups after once you go to pot two. Yeah. Right, sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll go. This is a big one. Away. Yeah. We'll, so we'll, it can only be either an A, C, or D. Yeah. And so that would be either Bayern, Porto, or Liverpool. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to, uh, to inform yeah. everybody. So we'll continue to update. But yeah, so we got the backstage tour of the, of the factory, the storehouse. We got the, you know, sip, sip extra Guinness. Now, guys, here's a tip for you. Group A there with Bayern. Oh, my God. What a great start to this Champions League. Bayern and Atleti, first group. Beautiful. Anyway, Beautiful. Um, so there's a, they give you a free token for a drink. Now, we had a couple because, again, we had the backstage tour. They gave us a couple extra. But right, you right, get right. one free drink there. Do not waste it on any floor until you get to the top floor because the top floor of the Guinness storehouse is a place called Gravity Bar. And it is a circular bar and it's all windows and overlooks the entire city of Dublin. Wow. So that's where you want to have your beer. So my experience with this, Tommy, is Conan O'Brien. I don't know if you ever saw it. Conan, Conan visited. Yeah, he exactly. travels everywhere. Yeah, he tra- <laughs> he tra- Conan is my favorite, dude. He, he went to. I love when he went to Cuba. That was great. Oh, Cuba was great. But he went to the, the the German one too, is man when he he wears the yes. uh, Lederhosen and he's doing the yes. dance. Oh my god, it's so fun! The guy gets so pissed at him because he's you know he's joking around. But he goes to he goes to uh, the Guinness uh, factory and he's drinking the entire time. It's so funny. If you guys have an opportunity to get on YouTube and go on there, it's yeah. it's amazing. And you'll see exactly what Tommy's talking about uh, with the gravity uh, bar because he goes up there and uh, yeah. and you could see it. So Chelsea are in with Sevilla guys, just in case anybody wants to. Dude, listen, let me tell you something right now. They were talking about this the other day and I agree with them. Some of the pundits, I think Sevilla is a very dangerous team. Oh, they're so good, man. Like they lose their best player in ever Benega and they replace him with Rakitic and they almost get better. Yeah. So, like, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but Tommy, let's get into it, man. Cause we got a lot to get, let's get to. Into so, it Cause Barca was just drawn. So let's get into it before. Yeah. So, uh, so some of the news, uh, obviously the biggest one is Genoa 14 cases positive for COVID. So they did postpone their match with Torino, uh, this weekend, yeah. which is obviously very smart. Um, Napoli, interesting enough, uh, passes. Everybody mm-hmm. passed COVID. In, no uh, cases. No cases. Flying, col- flying uh, colors. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question after I get over this news, Tommy, and I want you to answer honestly. Oh, my because- God. Barca and Juve in the same group. Oh, baby. Barca, wow. Juve in the same group. Woo! Wow. Ronaldo versus Messi. We get to see it twice. And then, Pier- oh my God, Pirlo. Oh, this listen, is- Pier- yeah, but Pirlo gets some uh, redemption with Barca. Remember? This is this is amazing, though, yeah. isn't it? Yep. Wow. Anyway, keep going. I'm All right. Sorry. So yeah, no, no, we got. Listen, this is what's going to happen throughout the show, man. I mean, this is exciting. But uh, then uh, the other thing, news with obviously Genoa is Balo's there now. Balo will be going to uh, mm-hmm. Genoa, which will. I don't know what his story is with going to teams that are getting relegated, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's very, 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 very interesting. Um, yeah. The other news, too, I wanted to dive into, Tommy, besides obviously the, the Champions League stuff. And again, as we go on in the show, we'll update you guys what's going on. Ajax uh, with Liverpool. Ajax with Liverpool? Yeah. Okay. Of course, the English teams get a soft draw. Yeah. So uh, this is a question I got for you. Lutito, Lutito and uh, Inzaghi, dude, are they in the hot seat already? Are they someone that listen? It, it's something that you and I had said before the season. Just so, just you know, the a holes are prophesizing once again. Exactly. But uh, exactly, we thought that they would go down this year, and and not not, 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 not really. Yeah, not I know. Relegated, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. No, no worries, no worries. Go, really, 
Well, we thought that they would finish outside the top four, and I think right. this, right? We don't want to overreact to the second game of the season or third game of the second game. Yeah. But let's just call it what it is. You're at home and you get absolutely pumped like that. Yeah. Like you and I both knew that was coming. Yeah. Shakhtar in with Real Madrid. Okay. Um, you and I both knew that was coming. If we would have been able to predict that game, we would have probably said uh, I would have taken out Atalanta in that game 3-1. And yeah. they won 4-1. I would have taken them, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I, and I got to be honest with you, man. Like, it's not shocking. They're found out. Like, they're not that good. They well, overachieved last year. Yeah. And, and let's just call it what it is. If Immobile isn't scoring at the rate or getting penalties at the rate he was getting last year, they're not going to be as successful. They're right. just not. Like, well, Let's go here, though, Tommy, right? So this is what I, I like the guy Matisic out wide, by the way. I think he's pretty yeah. good. So they they signed nobody basically, right? They really didn't help out their their squad as much. And you can look across at Atalanta and say the same exact thing. They didn't. But the problem is now here's but well, here's the thing. Atalanta did a, did a decent job, man. I think the signing from you guys is a better one. Than, like Christian Romero's a good young defender, right? But and when we I'm kept s- talking about the defenders that they needed, and 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 I I think they've, I think they've quietly done things, right? Like I think that. The guy that they got, the Russian guy they got, is pretty good too. I'll give you, um, I'll give you this right because these weren't household names like they are with Atalanta now, right? With a, with uh, right. uh, Hatterberg and uh, the, uh, the Rune and you know um, uh, what's the other kid Mel- Mel- Melanovsky. All those mm-hmm. players now are household names because of the success that Atalanta has. I'm saying right. they didn't make like a splash <clears throat> in terms of. You know, getting a man, you know man, you were in with PSG, beautiful household name or anything like that, right? Um, but again, I I think that Lazio again, we, you could say that it's all right. It's two games in, whatever. This is something that stemmed from the end of the last season, dude. Like I they totally were dropping agree. off. So you know, I don't think they did anything to help out their squad. I think that Inzaghi is kind of left with what he's left with, and mm-hmm. it looks like an aging squad. I mean, I don't know technically if they're. In terms of their age, if they're younger or whatever, they just look old. They don't look like they can compete. Atalanta blew them away three nil first half. It wasn't. It wasn't even. You know, I, it, I tweeted in our, or I texted in our group chat, didn't I? I said just like that. That just, was the end of Lazio. Just like that, you know. And I and again, and it was thirty minutes in. So here's the question: Is he is Inzaghi going to be in the hot seat? Is he in the hot seat now? And does Lazio make Europa this year? So I think I think two things. One, I think he's not on the hot seat yet. Although I think he's dead man walking. Yes. Um, not as bad as Fonseca. Huh? Not as bad as Fonseca. No, I agree. But I think I think he's a lame duck. I don't think we get past this year unless right. they turn around and get into the top four. Right. Or unless they make an outstanding run in the Champions League, which I don't know that they will. By the way, City with Porto—that's the last pot too. Okay. So. Um, but now pot three will have Inter and Lazio and Atalanta all coming up. So the last of the Italian, all three Italian teams left are coming up next. But anyway, um, I, I just think he's dead man walking. They're not going to get any better than what they were last year. I don't I don't believe that. Right. I, I think that Napoli are better. I think Milan are better. I think Atalanta are better. I think Inter and Juve are all better than them. Right. Even though Juve, I don't think it's been as convincing so far. I still think push to shove. You give me one game, I'm thinking Juve over Lazio. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, and, I think, and I think the game on Sunday is going to be outstanding. I, yeah. I know that you're afraid or whatever, but I think it's going to be. I, I could see you guys turning us over or whatever. So but let's think, let's get into that, Tommy. But All anyway, right. keep going with the other stuff because it's yeah. good. But I think that I think that I think that that Lazio are. are I mean, I said I thought they finished seventh. I think I said right. 
sixth or seventh. Right. So the so that's good with the news, man. We kind of you know hit a couple things there, but let's go with the city I recap, and we'll obviously discuss the first one with uh, the Juve game. Uh, mm. Rabio, without question, was a player of the game for Roma. Uh, <laughs> let's let's be let's be very honest. Uh, ridiculous handball, and then obviously yeah, the uh, um, you know the, the the second yellow with the red card. Um, I. I I was absolutely and utterly shocked at the lineup that Pirlo uh, came Me out too. with. Um, I do not understand how in God's name you start Morata off the plane. Um, I, I really don't. Um, what's going on with Bentancor and Artur, you saw right off the bat when they came yeah. on, it completely changed the dynamic of yeah. that midfield. Um, I thought that McKenney got exposed and shown that when he does get beat, he does not have recovery pace. Um, Mkhitaryan's run. I, I keep playing it in my head. I'll, and, the one that it, they should have scored on, and it was an it was an absolute nightmare. McKenny could not catch up for pace, and then whatever in God's name, whoever wants to argue with me about Bonucci and what he does as a defender, okay, watch that over and over again. And by the way, that's not the first time he's done something like that. No, I totally agree. Okay, Kellini totally would not have allowed that to happen. These are defensive <laughs> fundamentals. Okay, that are just shocking that this guy is a professional footballer and that was allowed. And again, it just goes to show you when that dude is by himself, okay, and you're seeing now Chiellini getting these tired legs, he is going to constantly get exposed. It's going to happen. And it's what I said from one, from the beginning. And Tommy says, we're the prophets, right? And we know this stuff. And we say it from the beginning. I said that back three is not going to work. Because now you do not have Barzali. These guys are not young. They don't have the pace to keep up. This is a counterattacking dream for yeah. any team that's going to play against us. And I'm telling you right now, if Oshi hangs on those right-hand sides into those channels, we are absolutely screwed this weekend. It's going to happen. Because, again, Pirlo's showing zero motion in the game. A freaking dump truck can drive through the freaking pitch, and he won't even react do nothing. Yeah. And again, this is how he's been his entire career. He scores yeah, goals, you no saw doubt. him get excited, whatever it is, right? But the bottom line is, this is this is Roma, dude. This was Sampdoria and Roma, okay? Great, you beat them 3-0 and that's that's it's fantastic, whatever. Luca Benevento did the Sampdoria, okay? <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Roma, okay, has Fonseca could have literally given himself another 3 months on the job. Of losing every game if he beat Juve. So not only is it a Juve, you know, drop points, Roma missed a massive opportunity here to get back on winning ways and Fonseca for to save his job. But now he's back on the hot seat because you can't beat 10 men, Juve, and honestly outplayed them for a good half of 60 minutes. Totally outplayed them. Totally, totally outplayed them. So, I mean, look at Dreco, dude. The freaking touch off his, off his chest into the path of the other striker. And we got Morata doing what? What? If Dybala has a freaking sprained ankle, he should be out there instead of him. <laughs> no kidding. And again, no and kidding. again, Ronaldo bails you out. This has nothing to do with your DNA and what you are before. He no, bails absolutely. you out again. And Dybala bails you out. How many times last year? Yeah. This Probably right now, you want to know who I shout out to right now? Sadi. He would never go out there with that system. Never go out there with that team. No. Ever. No. And again, his downfall was he had to play a certain way. Listen, this is the way you're going to play, right? right? But he would have never put that team out there. Ever. No. So 
again, he, he when he ends up subbing, he brings in Artur, he brings in Betacor, he brings in Frabota. Why not start the kid again? If you're building off of something, keep the kid in. Yeah, you're messing with his mentality and his psyche at that point. So again, what Tommy? Tell me you don't uh, uh, you know you don't agree with this. Coaches get lost in the carousel of constantly changing the personnel and constantly changing the system. Right? He's at risk right now of not freaking figuring this out and getting a good camaraderie, a good understanding, a good cohesion in that team early. So now when you play the big boys, but guy, because guess what? Guess what? Napoli is one of the big boys. They're showing you that now. This team is done thing. They're doing things that they were having issues with before. And that was scoring ridiculous amounts of goals. And guess what? They're doing that now. So not only they're going to be defensively structured and strong and they have a cohesion, they're finding the net which is make, making this terrifying for this weekend. And I think I think the one saving grace would be for you guys is if Pirlo gets it right this weekend, right? Like all of a sudden he gets it right, and is it is it now? Is, is all forgiven? Yeah. Like, I, I, all forgiven? I, 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 listen, I'm, I was extremely well, frustrated with the game. It was a terrible, terrible game. I don't want to hear about anything. And here's the best part, Tom. We talk about it a freaking million times, okay? And, and bless his heart, okay, for dealing with this, all right? You have a player. You can hear his crow from across the freaking street in, in Torino. He's down the street. Get off your ass, Agnelli, Paratici, and Nedved. Get off your ass. Walk down the street and get an actual Italian national player that's going to help our national team and also going to help the free and help Juve. And you get Morata. Yeah, because you could have gotten Belotti probably for 35. And what is Belotti doing on a shit Torino team, dude? All he's doing is scoring I, we, we and doing his it. job. We talked about it. He's Listen, how many times are you and I going to text about this stuff before it actually happens too, right? Go I mean, get the rooster. Get him. Go get him. Hurry up. It is, it's, well, it's too late now. You're not going to get him now, are you? But this is the thing. He's going to go to, you know, Anopoly or – I mean, you should. We should have been getting this guy from the beginning. How did you not see that from the beginning? And the other mm-hmm. thing too is, even two years ago, you saw the 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 ability of this guy when you could have got him on the cheap. All he's doing now is raising the 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 number of what his price tag is going to be. Yeah, this year I think he's going to raise. It. I mean, you and I thought he'd score at least twenty goals this year. I think when we talked about it, and right, it's, it's just he's a. I mean, you and I want him to start for the Nazionale, so I don't. I mean, it's. To me, it's a no-brainer. Like, I mean, we talked about it this weekend. He, they're get, or last weekend, they're getting destroyed by Atalanta, and he's got a brace. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I mean and, and it's not because he's getting, like, these, these like, garbage-time goals. Like, they went up one nothing. He scored the goal. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, he's really good, man. Like, I don't know. I don't understand why people just... They put him aside because, again, it could also be the team that he's playing for. But you're telling me that Gas- Gasparini didn't come in and say, listen, we're going to score about four or five goals. The Rooster's going to get two. Yeah. Like, he's telling you that on the tactical board. Like, all right, he's going to give – we'll give him two. Right, he's going to get that. <laughs> and the guy's just been consistent. But that's my rant with Juve. Let's move on to uh, – uh, no, Listen, I, I totally agree with you, man. I think that there's – the, the only thing that scares me, and I said this in our group text, is – he had a bad. I was actually rooting for you guys this weekend because I'm afraid that coming off a bad performance, you could actually, you know, make us look bad. Tommy, this is so Tommy. That, listen, 
I've been a fan a long time, okay? This is not, not looking good. There is no confidence of grinding out results like we've done. You have to understand something. When you have a club, and we'll go over the history of clubs, you know, or the two clubs after, right? When you have a club that's been together, for, been, been established as long as they have, and had a certain DNA, fans, that's the fans, what, what they expect from the team. They've gone so far out of the way to change everything in terms of your, down to your logo. By the way, hold on. Group Go ahead. H. So far, PSG, Man U, and Red Bull Leipzig. Oh my Group God! H. That's gonna be amazing. <laughs> That's good so far. But listen, too Adelanta much, too much. Atalanta are up now, so we'll see. All right, all right. Anyway. Too much, too much of a rant here. But listen, let's go into this. Okay, the Inter game. Uh, this was not yesterday's game. We'll go over that. Obviously, Inter smacked uh, Benevento. One thing that I got to say about Benevento, man. And Inzaghi said it. He goes, I'd rather lose that way. And what he was stating was he, they just kept on attacking. They kept on trying to score. Yeah. They kept on trying to go at him. Um, Bajo, if you're out there, Paolo, if you're out there, you, I said Morata was the best signing. Your number two signing is Hakimi. He's absolutely fantastic. The guy is ridiculous. He's going to get off that shoulder. He's going to put a million balls into Lukaku and and, uh, and Lutado. The ball that Kolarov put, that was a 60-yard dime on a diagonal to Hakimi. It was ridiculous the other day, or yesterday. Um, Liverpool, Ajax, Atalanta. In oh, the same wow. Game. That's a good one, too. I'm excited about this. But anyway, so um, they win. They won, I think it was 5-2 yesterday. Yeah, and, they won 4-3 against La Viola, right? But let's talk about the, uh, the, the Fiorentina game. The hat, the baseball hat screwed this one up. He took I off. Thought, he he took you and Tommy. Tommy called. Tommy. We're agreeing on all this stuff. But Tommy it's, called it's it. So blatant. I mean, when you see, listen. Here's the funny thing, right? And I almost posted it. Okay, Ribery, the first goal that was scored. Remember, me and Tommy talked about this. You know, the the ripple effect, right? Ribery tried to do a flick inside his box, and the ball was won, and they went the other way, and that's when Lutado scored. Right? Mm-hmm. I was gonna kill him, Tommy. After that, I shut my mouth. <laughs> and just watch the absolute magician at work, dude. The ball that he put in the Chiesa, I mean, unbelievable. And the guy just changes the game on a dime. Yeah. He is at the level of what Zlatan can do to a game. You know what I mean? But just in a different kind of yeah, 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 yeah. in a different kind of dynamic. You know what I mean? Like it's just unbelievable. So again, the the hat screwed this one up. He takes Chiesa off Ribery. Enter come back and win four three. Um, still a little. He took Kwame off too, man. Who, yeah, he who did the first goal. He took. I mean, like one hundred percent. I mean, he, he took off his five best players. Castrovilli was still was off, right? Castrovilli gets the goal too. Looks very dangerous. Uh, another, you know, up and coming uh, star. Um, but listen, suspect with with uh, with Inter and, and and how they're getting countered. They're getting broken <laughs> down. I think they're going to score a crap load of goals. But let's be very honest, and I don't think people have. You know, it, it, this is how I felt about it. Okay. They're subbing, and I completely forget that Nagolin's on the team. Like, I, for, I completely forgot mm-hmm. he came back, right? It looked like a testimonial game. It looked <laughs> like a game where, like, these, these names of the past were coming back. You got Sanchez coming in, and Vidal comes in, and Nagolin comes in. It's insane what wow. Inter have right now in terms of depth. I mean, they have two te- they have What Man City had a couple years ago, that's what their bench looks like. I tell you what, I think I think their their bench in the first game was better than their starting eleven yeah. minus Lautaro. Hundred percent. I mean, honestly, like 
Crazy. So Inter, Inter are now up, so they got either Real Madrid, Shakhtar, or Zenit Dortmund. So I hope they get, I hope they get Real. Um, anyway, so let's, uh, and let's go. And they're in with Real and Shakhtar. Yeah, so to yesterday. Inter, Real Madrid, Shakhtar. <laughs> That's good, man. It's good. Tommy's going to give us this information uh, as we want. So let's just go over a couple scores. Bologna, uh, 4-1 to Parma. Uh, okay. Hold on. And last one, Zenit, Dortmund, Lazio. All right. So we'll go We'll go over the whole list when we uh, – well, That's the last of the Italian team, so we're done perfect. talking about that. Perfect. Uh, so Bologna, uh, 4-1 to Parma. Uh, Cagliari beat uh, – I'm sorry, lost to Lazio 2-0. Uh, mm-hmm. Immobile gets a goal. Um, Cortrone and Milan, Milan uh, uh, beat them 2-0. What was interesting about this game, obviously Zlatan was out with COVID, but Rebic, mm-hmm. Tommy, big time. Rebic picked up an injury. I like um, him, man. And it looks like it's going to be a nasty injury. He's going to be out for a while. We talk about the Fiorentina game. Uh, mm-hmm. Pazza Inter, you know, that was the big statement because of the way they started the game, obviously, and they came back. Napoli absolutely smacked Genoa. Six uh, 0 Roma two two Juve. We should talk about that for a little while. We talk, we'll, yeah, we don't we don't want to talk about it. Right? Don't get don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, Sampdoria Benevento. What an incredible job by Benevento. Uh, yeah. you know, coming back and winning. Uh, yeah. Sassuolo and Spezia. Sassuolo again. You know four one Torino and Atalanta was four two. Verona and uh, Udinese one uh, nil. Uh, but let's talk about yesterday too. Spezia gets their first City out win uh, yeah. against ten men Udinese. I watched mm-hmm. a little bit of the game, and you know, again, you know, your typical uh, city of B team coming up and looking lively and taking chances and things like that. So, uh, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, then we talked about the Inter Benevento game, but Tommy, let's talk about uh, the big one, man. You know, because obviously we got uh, you know the big one coming up this weekend, and uh, you know we have a big wager going on as well. And the, yes, wager, yes, and the wager is obviously if Na- Napoli wins, I win the. Uh, I have to wear the Napoli jersey, and if Juve wins, then uh, Tommy's going to wear the Juve jersey. Um, I hope I get it back with not like some crap on it or something like that. You're <laughs> is there a uh, is there a chance that I know that they said they're going to play? Is there a chance this gets postponed? I uh, there was a fear that this was going to happen. Now here's I, I said this in the beginning of the show. I'm going to ask you this now. And I, I think I know the answer. I, it might be a it might be an obvious answer for everybody, okay? Because of the way that Italian football works, will we find out down the road that a lot of these tests were like screwed with? Probably. Yeah. I I, I when I saw because again, you saw the picture of Oshi Oshi that I sent out with the guy that yeah. that was a Genoa player that that was tested positive. I mean, his mouth is on top of the other guy's mouth, right? So when I saw that all Napoli players were you know we're negative i'm like i'm sitting there i'm like you know what like this is just inevitable that mm-hmm. down the road you're gonna hear and i'm not saying i'm not saying that napoli did that or that at all but you know this is a huge game and i can tell you right now and i hate to say it that would have been the best bet for you at this point to that game was canceled because they are they are and tommy listen i'm not putting any pressure on you guys Okay, I don't want to put pressure <laughs> no, on you. Not at all. There's no. I'm not putting pressure on you. At all, huh? This is they are prime right now to to pick them apart. This is your opportunity because again, there are six teams. Maybe eh, maybe we'll say five. Let's let's go over them right now. Atalanta, Inter, uh, Milan, Juve, and uh, Napoli. Five teams that can, in all honesty, win the Scudetto. 
Correct? Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. <clears throat> this is your opportunity. All Napoli fans, Gabagool, Mr. Matera, this is your opportunity this weekend to finally say, all right, boom, we got three points above them. We scored this amount of goals. They are ready right now to get that done. Do you agree with that? But you're hesitant. Well, I'm hesitant because it's still Juve away. Yeah. It's still in that stadium where they don't lose games, um, except to us, apparently. Um, yes. But they're just, I'm not ready to just throw away the chip. Like, there's, it's still Juve, man. Like, listen, am I extremely confident in Napoli right now? Yeah. Does Insigne going down hurt? Yeah, no doubt. But having said that, the way Chucky Lozano's playing, yeah. I mean, you could put him on the left and Politano starts on the right with underneath, you know, Mertens and Oshi. And I mean, listen, it's not like it's us. Again, we talked about it after the first game. This is the first time in a long time Napoli's had depth where a couple years ago, Insigne goes down and you're looking over your shoulder like, what? You're screwed. What, what, yeah. what Venduno's coming up to play? Right. Um, and and I think for, I think, I think you could also he could get really crazy. And although I don't think he'll do this, and I don't want him to, is he could play Petania and Oshiman together from the start, which I don't think he'll do, and I don't want him to do. Let's just get that out there. But there's there's a there's a feeling of depth and versatility in this Napoli team that I've not seen in a long long time, if ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, now you do think Petania gets in at all? He's played play both games. He's come okay. off the bench last like 20, 15, 10 minutes right. here and there. Um. I think he's still going to play a role against like, and I hate to start doing this already, but it's just right. Like he's going to play a role against Genoa. He probably could have scored right. Right. Crotone, Spezia, Savandoria. You know, like I mean, Udinese looks like they're pretty poor at this point. Um, Especially, it looks like Rodrigo De Paul might be leaving before the before the transfer window closes. Um, You know, like I think he'll play a role in those games, and I think he'll play a role in some of the other games too. Like I could see him being a pain in the ass for Roma to deal with with their back line, the way their back line is structured. They're not yeah. really big, imposing center backs. Um, but I, I tell you what, man, this Napoli team's pretty good. <laughs> like, But I still worry about – I worry that they they still give up the odd, like, uh-oh chance. Yeah. Like when we were up one nothing against Genoa and the guy just mishits it from 12 yards away. You can't do that against Ronaldo. Yeah. You know, like even – even in the first game against Parma, there was those hairy moments. Ronaldo doesn't doesn't swing and miss at those. You know what I mean? Right. And that's where I'm still concerned. Um, <clears throat> but if you had to ask me based on form, yeah, we're the favorite. But it's still Juve away. And I don't know. I got to think that Pirlo's going to sit back. I don't think he's going to come out and play against us. Yeah. If you guys come out and play a high line, we're going to kill you. I, I think we, we, we're uh, the best transitioning. We're the best team in transition right now by far. I have no idea what we're going to play. Remember when mm-hmm. Conti was there and Allegri was there and it was a guarantee of what the knew. system was going to yeah. be, right? I have no idea because, again, what the things that he's – the decisions that he's making and is it really the time to be figuring things out? I don't know. Um, mm. But it's – I mean, we've scored eight goals and not give, and only given up – no, none. No goal? You haven't given up uh, – yeah, 6 nil. And 2 nil. And 2 nil. Yeah, so yeah. we've scored eight goals and not given up any – but how many in training? I mean, the second goal the other day, when Oshiman hit the little backflip to Zelensky, I mean, that whole move yeah. to get forward in two, three passes, then remember, comes across, 
Oshiman makes a run. He just does a little back roll, and Zielinski just kills it. I sat there and I went, man, we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we're but, pretty good. But no pressure on you, Tommy, at all, right? No pressure. But let's go. No, I let's... don't think so. I got to be honest. I don't think there is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that there is. I think if it was seven, eight games in, yeah. But right now, you're still the defending champions. Yeah, but it's going to be tight. That's what I'm way. saying. Like, those points you get, you get those points. It's You're, you're rolling. I get now. it. Well, well, it's right now it's six points and six points, right? Like, yeah. it's not 18 and 15 or – 20 and 17 like it's not we're not that far so even if somebody comes out on the worst end right now it's still a top four game and let's face it those don't decide the league in september october those decide the league in february march may april may the games that decide the title now yeah are napoli genoa yeah uve sabandoria yeah like you drop points in those games, you've lost the title. Yeah, but it's all—it's I mean, also a mindset, though. Right? No, but I mean, I believe that. Like, it's but here's drop points against bad teams early. Here's the thing: if he, if we have a dud, which I, I'm, I'm fearing that this is happening. Say we lose, I don't know. Say we lose three-one, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next game, which I got to look who, uh, who we got, is a draw. Is Pirlo already in the hot seat? Should be gone at that point. If, so you already think he would be gone? Mm. Wow! I think I think your cachet as a player doesn't entitle you to cachet as a coach. Is 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 Poch waiting in the wings? For your sake, I hope not. Yeah, I I I, I don't know. I I it, that game thought it was going to go, except that it was a draw. I thought we were going to again. I I, I know I, gonna I know I, I know I came out. I think I said I think I said it was two one that Juve would win because obviously I'm going based on what we've seen in in the in the past, but. There was there was a thought there that as you started the game as the game started to play out you're like all right this is definitely a a, a Roma win without question. I asked him I thought you guys were going to lose. Yeah, it was. I, I asked him I thought you guys were going to lose. So um, I just I it's, can't it's brutal, say they're going to have two bad games in a row. I mean they've already had two bad. Games I'm telling in a row. you that Tommy, it's going to happen. I'm telling I'm you. Putting that, I'm not putting that on us. Yet. Yeah, I'm putting that I'm voodoo doing. on you, man. Come on, I I'm mean not. it's it's going to happen. But anyway, listen, let's go over this, okay? So obviously the fixtures coming up. You got Napoli Juve on October fourth. Uh, Lazio uh, uh, Inter is uh, this weekend. Tommy is uh, October fourth as well, nine a.m. So, so that's so a big. Zani will definitely be on the hot seat. That is a big one, bro. If they, if Inter go nuts there, which they can do, um, but I'll tell you right now. Here's the funny part. You know this, Pazza Inter, right? Inter get like smacked like four 0 by Lazio. Dude. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? And, 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 and listen, Baggio and, Baggio and Paolo out there, they're saying, yeah, he's probably right. That could happen. You know, you never know. But uh, then the Red Bulls play Hartford Athletic. Uh, shout out to Hartford Athletic. If they win out, we have an opportunity again to get the uh, home field advantage. So hopefully uh, that happens. That's October 4th as well. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully that gets done. Uh, but, Tommy, I got a question for you. It's a big one. It's been going on. For a long time now, and it's been in you know a big time issue. And I think that I'm not giving any defender an out right now. I'm not because I think that it's the fundamentals are not being taught. People do not know how to read the game. Footwork is absolutely horrendous. Thank you to Mr. Benucci and Mr. McGuire. Yes, I'm putting you guys at the same level. Okay, um, <laughs> it, it's 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 been horrendous. But the one out I'm going to give the one kind of understanding I'm going to give defenders nowadays is what's going on with VAR. 
and obviously the handball rule. What are your thoughts on this handball rule? It's obviously been very big in the EPL. I think the one credit that I'm going to give the City is the City has been consistent with what they've been calling. Um, mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts on what's going on with the with the handball rule? Because I've come out and said I've said it from day one, and everybody you know not killed me with this. If it hits the hand, it's a handball. I don't care what happens, how it happens. If someone purposely hits your hand, it's a handball. Okay. The reason why I say that is because now there is no interpretation of is it an unnatural. They're going to make these rules regardless. They're going to say these ridiculous, crazy rules with the natural position, whatever it is. It hits the hands, it's, it's a handball. You could segue into a handball is now an indirect kick in the box instead of giving a PK. Right? I'm just saying because how do you go around this? How can you say that jumping up like a pencil with your hands at your side is a natural movement? When you need it for balance. How can you say that your hands behind your back defending with zero balance is a natural movement? So what are your thoughts on it, Tommy? What do you think what's going on with this handball rule? I think the problem I'm having is, and I know you've t- we've talked about this, it seems to be different in different leagues. It seems to be different in terms of how people are interpreting it. Um, it seems like anytime, like you said, the ball touches somebody's hand, it's a handball. And I think the problem we have to get is that we're not really, and I know you just talked about this, but I gotta, I gotta say, like, we're not really defining what's natural and what's not. Like, because what's natural for balance is not necessarily natural for how you're supposed to defend. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, it's, right. And I think that's where I've kind of gotten lost with it. Like, I've seen, I saw a game. I think it was an Italian game at the end of the or the end of last year, where the guy's leaning and he's defending, and his arm is kind of down, and the attacker literally just kicks the ball into his arm and just starts going. Eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they give the penal, and you're like, but he's leaning to go defend down the sideline. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, how are you supposed to defend off balance? It's to me, there's a very we we've lost a little bit here. And so, what's the what do you think we should like? A handball is a handball. Like, what? What do you? Because remember, don't forget the Champions League final with Tottenham and uh, and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Right? It starts off with Sissoko literally just telling whoever's uh, to cover. He just puts his arm up. Hey, drop back and cover. And Mane purposely hits the ball. Don't tell me he did it. Point. Like, that's boom, not, hits his hand. See, like you're to me, that was the old ball playing the hand, not hand playing the ball. Right? Right. So, like, how is that okay? Like, that's the. Uh, because it's it, – Tommy, with VAR now, this is nonstop. These these goal scorers that are quote-unquote the top, you know, Capo Cunieri, whatever, those goal scorers are going to be getting, oh, yeah. you know, double the amount of, of PKs now because of these things. And let's, you know? not, let's, not, let's not negate the fact that I'm sure this rule was put into place to create that scenario, right. to draw more interest into the game. The most ridiculous one too is the trailing arm when you slide. How the freak are you supposed oh, to yeah. not have your arm out? Or when you're not looking at the ball. Who the hell slides? Listen, I do that for a living. I slide on turf and I get raspberry like you wouldn't believe. And anybody that knows me knows that's how I am, right? Because I'm slow as, you know what, I had a slide tackle, okay? I, I, how do you slide with your arms behind your back and going down your shoulder? You're going to freaking dislocate your shoulder. You won't even move. 
Right. That rule is insanity to me. And yeah, again, these are people that are making rules that have never played the friggin' game. Let go. Let yeah. Maldini make the rules. Yeah. Let him tell you how, how it should be. I mean, what the freak, man? Or you got you got Arsene Wenger working for FIFA now. Let him help out, right? Exactly. It's people that know what's going on, but this is ridiculous, and I don't think it's going to get better. It's going to get ridiculous. No, I, I don't think so either. I think we we're kind of in that gray area. Where life has come to at this point in all walks of it. We're in this gray area where nobody can actually define anything. It's all, yeah, you know? Um, all right, so I, I needed to know that stuff, but we got we got to go with this with the, obviously the big story in Napoli, Juve. I'm going to give you a little brief history of, of Juve for you, Napoli, or for uh, all the Napoli fans out there. Give you a little, uh, little uh, history. So, can't wait to hear that. we all, no, eight, yeah, 1897 is when we. All right, so everybody should uh, mark that on their calendar as a big celebration of the most successful club in Italy. All right, so it, it's their birthday on uh, November. Uh, no, I'm sorry, November first. It was. I thought it was the seventh. We all know that we're uh, black and white because of Notts County, um, which was an English team that came in um, at the beginning of the uh, 20th century. Um, we also they when they needed uh, with the, some of the people ask why, and again. Because it is, Juve uh, did wear pink jerseys. And the reason why they wore pink jerseys is because they replaced them. When they washed out the uh, the uh, jerseys, they came out they came out pink. Anybody that knows, you put bleach in a shirt or whatever, it basically comes out of the shirt, the colors run or whatever. So that's where that came from. Okay? Just to give a quick breakdown, too, we are at 36 City A titles, Tommy. 14 Coppa Italias. Two European Cup uh, uh, or Champions Leagues, which is should be a lot more. I know we've been to... Eight finals. We have a, a very bad, uh, um, you know, history with uh, you know going out uh, second place as runners up in the Champions League, which mm-hmm. has been uh, been very difficult. Uh, the interesting one, obviously, in our in our history was uh, nineteen uh, you know eighty five when we did win the the uh, Champions League and we were playing against uh, Liverpool. We we're playing against Liverpool in nineteen eighty five. That was uh, the tragedy in uh, Heisel. The crowds, uh, you know, the the, the seating there it all fell apart. Um, and, and obviously we have a, a very, very, uh, you know, big rivalry with, uh, Liverpool, a hated rivalry with Liverpool ever since that day. Um, here's one thing too. I, I looked this up and obviously our home grounds, we've had the Grande Torino, Stadio del Alpi, uh, Olimpico. And now we have, uh, the Allianz right now, Juventus stadium, the uh, prominent players, uh, which was, this is hilarious. Tommy, you're going to love this, right? So here's our prominent players. Okay. Savori, right. Which was an Argentine and uh, uh, Italian uh, player. I believe he did play some uh, with the <coughs> national team. Uh, <coughs> John Charles is not on here. John Charles would be on there as well. He was a teammate with Savori, and they were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dino Zoff, Hansen, Serea, Betega, uh, uh, Rossi, Boniak, the Polish player there, Platini, who won three uh, uh, Player of the Year awards uh, in a row. Uh, people didn't know this, Tommy. I don't know if you knew this or not. Laudrup played for Juve. Who? Michael Laudrup. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, before he went to Barca. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Baggio, Viali, Inzaghi. You got to throw Ravinelli in there. Del Piero. We all know Del Piero, Tommy, right? Uh, Who? <laughs> Nedved, Trezeguet, Zizou, Fabio Cannavaro, Buffon. Tommy, you ready for this one? You know, you hear all the players I just named, right? Yeah. Whoever freaking wrote this on here, it's called footballhistory.org. You should be fired and never write anything about <laughs> soccer again or football. Let me go over who I just said prior. I'm not going to say all the names. I'll just say it again, okay? 
Bajo, Viali, Inzaghi, Del Piero, Nedved, Trezeguet, Zizou, mm-hmm. Cannavaro, Buffon, Murata. No, he didn't. Dude. And not Ronaldo. I mean, I, I, I'm going to rip the paper up. After I read that, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this person? Right? So, just to give a brief history there, you all know the Agnelli team. The Agnelli uh, family owns a team, and they, they own Fiat. We've talked about the consistency uh, of financial backing. That's one of the obviously big, um, uh, you know, uh, reason why Juve has been so successful. Um, Tommy, I, I got, and I thought about this the other day, and, and one, you know, the 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 documentary on Juve, you get it on Prime. It's an amazing documentary, I guys. Definitely recommend uh, you guys going out and watching it. You know, we're trying to keep the show short. We're not trying to give too much <clears throat> of the history. But one thing I was thinking about. Would Johnny and Yelly be happy with what's going on with Juve right now? Would no. Johnny and Yelly of what he established and what he built no. and the DNA of Juve were about winning? Because not only does he run Fiat that way, in that manner, he ran Juve that way as well. He would not be happy in terms of what they changed in terms of the logo, the, the new branding, the whole DNA. It wouldn't. I, I'm sorry, he wouldn't. Because guess what? The grumpy Juve fan I am right now, he'd be the same. And if you grew up with the team how I grew up with the team, and even either further back with Shadea and Dino's off and all, that was before mm-hmm. my time, right? You, you would have the same idea of how things are going right now. Um, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. So, Tommy, give me a little brief history of uh, Napoli, dude. So, <clears throat> the Napoli, as you know it, uh, started in 1926, okay? Yeah. Um, on August 25th of 1926. Having said that, the club itself in Naples, which was – literally called Naples Football Club, right? Yeah. <clears throat> was started in the early 1900s. Um, again, English influence just like yourselves. Um, this is actually a pretty interesting story, right? And you'll appreciate this, Tony, because remember when we talked about Genoa being the powerhouse of the early part of the century, right? Right. Napoli's first game was against the exact sailors who beat Genoa 3-0 three days earlier, and Napoli beat them 3-2. So the the powerhouse of Genoa with yeah, Willie with Willie to these sailors in Napoli's first ever game, Napoli beat those same sailors three two. Wait, so now this wasn't Garbutt's team. No, so it was because uh, it was Garba ended up Garba ended up coaching Napoli in the thirties. Wow. Yeah. And they, Napoli um, beat them. Yeah. So, so that could have been right? that could have been a completely change of events right there, man. Think about that. Correct. So was it now I don't want to cut you off, but was it because of the South and because the North was more prominent at the time or so, yeah, it was basically like the South was still the renegade at that point. Right, right, right. They weren't their own institution. Right. right. And we had talked a little bit about the Lipton cup with, um, with Palermo and stuff. So Napoli actually took part in that. And what I didn't find out about that when I started researching this stuff again was Sir Thomas Lipton is actually the guy who founded the Lipton tea brand. Wow. That's who the Challenge Cup was for. There you and go. That's, won the first ever one. That's well done. That's well done, Tommy. That's good. That's yeah, an that's awesome one. That's pretty interesting, right? Yeah. So Napoli then gets rebranded a bunch of times. In the 20s, they finally become Asocion Calcio Napoli, right? So that's the Napoli that everybody – although now it's Societa Sportiva, right? Yeah. Um, they do really well. Post-war, not so great, okay? Not so good. But what people don't know about Napoli is – and you might know this because you, you actually have some some history about you – They've always had great individual players and periods of coaches, right? So we talked about Garba. The the Argentinian who was the leading scorer in the 1930 World Cup 
actually played for Napoli. Yep. Okay? Which is interesting. People don't realize that. Um, they had players that played for Juve later on. Zoff, Juliano, um, Cannavaro, Chiro, Ferreira, Chiro Ferrara. Excuse yep, me. Yep. Uh, I mean, always had really good players, but never could quite hit the, you know, success. They won a bunch of Copa Italias. They've only won two Scudetti um, and two European trophies. Um, obviously, the greatest success was between 84 and 90. The best player when, of all time. Best player of all time. When El Dios graced us coming from Barcelona um, and won two Scudetti, won the year I was born, and the other the year Italy hosted the World Cup. And a, U- um, a UEFA as well, Tommy, right? Yes, and two UEFAs. Right. Um, he won, and again, the last trophy he won was the Supercopa the following year when he beat you guys 5-1. Careca had two that game. Baggio scored the only goal for Juve. Um, that was the only positive, then, yeah. Huh? That was the only positive, yeah. That's right. And then again in the 90s, you saw a decline. Like, I mean, you, you know this, it became just, first it was Zola, Fonseca, and Careca going, and then people stayed on when they were relegated. And some really good players stayed on as they were playing in City of Bay. Like, I mean, you were... Here's some names for you. Roberto Ayala, Tagliatella, Turini, all playing on the team in Serie Bay. Finally, 2002, they come to this $70 million in debt. They're declared bankrupt in August of 2004. They're renamed. Okay, so it's essentially not the same club anymore. Di Laurentiis comes in. He's basically come in and said at the time, the quote was, I wanted to ensure the people of Naples that they had a team in football, right? They play City of Chi. Here's another interesting fact. Is he, so, oh, was, he, was he born in uh, Naples? I, I think so. He was born in the South. I know that. Okay. I don't know that for a fact, so I don't want to say that. Right, right, I'm right, sure right. he was, but I don't right, know. Right. <clears throat> Napoli still hold the City of Chi attendance record. They averaged 51,000 people at City of G games. <laughs> I mean, that just shows you the passion for a club that's in the third tier to have. They, they, were, they had better attendance records than teams in Serie A, over 50,000 people at City of G games. That's pretty impressive. You got to say that that's pretty no, impressive. And, and, listen, and that's a cathedral. It's a, it's a stadium that. Correct. And that I, was the other thing I was going to get into. I've, I wa- I've wanted to, to, to go there so the badly. one thing that people don't know about Napoli, and I know this is a short history, but I, just, I have to get into this because it's so important to the DNA, is the Catholicism that is a part of this club is unlike any other club, even in Italy. Yep. I mean, the, the stadium is named the St. Paul. They are blessed by a priest every year in preseason. The joke, the running joke when Ronaldo signed at Juve was... <clears throat> That they have that Juve finally has a Christian, but the the, the priest said that's okay because he's not a Catholic. Like you right. know, joking around that like even still that that was there was a higher power in in part with this club, um, and then obviously you know show up two thousand seven show up uh, Hamzik and Lavezzi and now we're Cavani's rolling. They're winning a couple Copa Italias. They win a Super Cup. They get to the quarterfinal of a Champions League, and they finally had this. Some sustained, I don't want to say the word success, but sustainability for a Southern team. What a team. What a team that was. Without question, the most decorated team in the South of all time in Italy. Um, And really hold that flag for the South of the country with, as we know, the social divide between the the two parts of the country. Um, But that team that Mazzari had and then obviously Sadi after, I mean, just... Unbelievable. Really? 
be fun teams to watch, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. and, and, and now we're at a point where, geez, wait, we look like we're about to be that, that fun team again. You're at, you're at, you're at that breaking point now, man, but that's good stuff. And honestly, the one with the general thing, because the, you, me, you know, again, me and Tommy have talked about it before and, you know, hopefully you guys listen to the shows that we did with Tommy. He did a phenomenal job with the history of each club. Um, <clears throat> we love those things and li- listening to those little, because again, what people need to understand as much as like the history out there might be a negative or whatever it is. Like when you hear these things of like, you know, uh, you know, they're playing Genoa when they beat, that could have changed the, 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 you know, the, the pathway of how history went, you know, like yeah. William Garbutt is, is revered as obviously the father, the mister of, you know, Italian football yeah. and stuff. And Genoa was known as that first Italian city, <clears throat> team. And, you know, what if that day it was where Napoli, you know, and now Napoli's history could have been changed so much from that day on. Um, but that was <clears throat> that was an awesome point. But so we all know we talked about it. October 4th, 245. It's going to be phenomenal. We're not going to get on the air because me and Tommy will probably be streaming at each other or whatever. We'll stream on each other next Thursday. Yeah, we might be streaming at each other if we get on the air. Yeah, we, we, it'll be it'll be pretty bad. And the other thing, too, is what I can't stand is when there's a delay. When we did it before and Gabagool was on a delay, if we're going to do it, we got to do it where we're watching it together. Yeah, um, yeah. But, Tommy, so let's go over this. Give me your keys to the game, you know, what Napoli needs to do, um, you know, what they, what they shouldn't be doing, whatever. Just give me your keys <clears> to the game and break it down. So, and I don't think that they would do this, but to basically not just go out and attack with reckless abandonment. And I don't think a Gattuso team would do that. Um, no. But to me, and I don't want to say sit in either, because I don't think that's the right answer, because I honestly think that it's a it's going to be a game of two like heavyweight boxers. But I think for me is continue to be extremely good in attacking transition. Yep. Um. Continue to be good on set pieces. We've been good on set pieces so far. And I think because Oshiman's a lot bigger than people give him credit for. Yes. Yes. Like, I mean, you know, so there's a chance where, again, Chiellini's probably going to be on Koulibaly on those, right? You would think. Manolas, Oshiman, be good on set pieces, right? Um, And and then to me, not have the uh uh-oh chance that you give up every now and again because – Honestly, you can't get away with that in this game. Well, I think for me, attacking transition and set pieces will be key for us. Um, I don't know what to say. I, I, I really don't. I, I don't. I, well, I think and, that. And can I just say one more thing? Go ahead. The fact that you will not have fans in the stands or have very little fans in the stands needs to be taken advantage of by us. Without, I forgot listen, to mention that. Listen, we're not. I'm not. I, I already said that. <clears throat> as much as you say there's not pressure, it's it's on you guys. To get this done, no, I, I, I really believe this though. Because think about it: come the end of the year, if the rever- if the fixtures are reversed, and the stadium is full in March, April, that's a whole different atmosphere. Yeah, and that's why you take it now, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think we need to take advantage of that in terms of because now you're coming to the São Paulo in April, March, when hopefully there's a title race. Can we not show? A- can we not show up to that game, dude? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that's a the way these fixtures are taking place now. Is is very big for not now, but for the end of the year, man. Because again, they said it during our game against Parma, right? People go to Parma and don't do well because again, the stadium's got a great atmosphere, north open, all that stuff. And they said it was good that Napoli came and took advantage of this because come the end of the year, a lot of teams are going to go there and maybe drop two points, maybe drop three. So again, you you guys going to Rome 
and getting a tie might be harmful now. But the other thing that's even better is, like, look at Atalanta. They went to, to Rome and pumped Lazio. Now the reverse in, in, in like, that's a different animal. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm uh, I, if I have to go back in time, you know, I want, uh, what was his name? Doc. Doc from uh, Back to the Future, right? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, what, was, what was the other guy's name? What was it, um, Michael J. Fox? What the hell was his name? Oh, they, Marty. Mar- Marty and, and Doc, right? If I have to go back in mm. time and, and go see the Tony Juve <laughs> fan back in the day, and I'm like, hey, listen, you're going to be worried about playing Napoli, right? For you know, for you know, the Scudetto, I, I'd be like, you're crazy. I, that's how Juve has become Popeye without the spinach. That's what they. <laughs> that's what they've become, and it, and it's 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 terrifying, dude. So I right now again for my my breakdown, you got to go with the back four. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay, the back four has to be in place. Um, Bentancourt, Artur. If you want to throw McKenny in there, I think McKenny's shown better than Rabio at this point. Do it, okay? Yeah. But I, you cannot tell me that Artur and Betancourt cannot start in this game. I'm sorry. They have and if, to. And if, and if Delit and Dybala can walk, they need to play. Because let me tell you something right now. Exactly. Yeah. And Artur, if you looked at when, the, when we were trying to retain the ball, he was immediately pressing, trying to retain. It was a counter press. He was trying to immediately get the ball. You saw that Betancourt is without question the better player there. He needs to be there as well. It's got to go Dybala, Ronaldo, and, and Kulichevsky. This kid Kulichevsky, man, what he does, and he's a he's a it's a, it's on a big frame. Mm-hmm. The things that he can do technically, he can change a game on a dime, right? Mm-hmm. That was what has to happen. Uh, the 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 left back, he wants to throw Frobata in there, and he wants to do that, and he wants to put Quadrado on the other side and puts an overload on those, whatever. But it's got to be a back four. It has to be a back four with those three in front. Back three, we're going to pin the the wing backs in. I think it's a it's a dude playing against a back three with on a a counter on a counter like that with this team with that pace. Forget about it. Okay, because you got to think that Chuki's going to move to the left, even though he's been great on the right. I got to assume it's going to be a four two three one, which the idiot announcers keep saying it's a four four two. It's not. Everybody, like, just stop with that. The only thing I think he might change is I think he might start Demi. Instead of Zelinsky, because he might want some steel going up there. But if it was me, I wouldn't deal with it. I wouldn't even bother. Tim, like, honestly. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So, because I would say the same back four, keep Mario Rui as far away from the field as possible. <laughs> Please play um, him. Please play him. I think he's going to go with Ospina in goal, which at this point, six in one, half a dozen in the other. Ospina's got more experience, mid, it's a bigger frame. Yeah. Um, for me, the midfield should be Zielinski, Fabian, uh, Mertens is the 10, Chuki on the left, Politano on the right, and Oshiman up front. Yeah. I think, but he loves Elmas. He might start Elmas and then leave Chuki on the right. Um, but for me, Chuki's been unbelievable. He's got, what, three goal, uh, yeah. two goals already this year? He's been – he's showing why you and I kept saying keep the guy, keep the guy, keep the guy. And I'm glad because Gattuso's been very stubborn about certain players and – you can make an argument that Alan's been the best player in the Premier League so far. Yeah. So, so you know, he, the fact that 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 Chucky's playing and doing well, I'm happy about. Yeah, so I do think, you think how do you think you guys go? I, I think it's uh mm-hmm. I think it's the you know the 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 moron in in, in between the sticks with uh, Chesney, which he's you know he's due he's due for a mistake. Yes, uh yes. you know, Mr. One V one Bonucci in the center back, you know, <laughs> the warrior, the other one, so it's gonna be Bonucci Chiellini. uh Quadrado will play on the right hand side. The the one reason why I think playing with Quadrado is uh, going to be a benefit. It may pin back 
uh, as Quadrado gets forward. But at the same time, it's a danger because now, you know, if Quadrado's pinned back and has got to make some tackles and be in those 1v1 situations, we're screwed, as yeah. you know. Uh, listen, go with the, go with Frabota, man. If this is someone that you think that is going to be, you know, the future, you know, because we we haven't had it. I mean, with there's things about you know a legit left back out there that's going to be someone that's for the future. If it's someone that's going to be looking at you know going into the the national team, go with it again. But then through the through, through the middle, it's got to be uh, it's got to be our tour. It's got to be uh, uh, listen. Throw McKenney in there. I thought that you know it, it may not have happened. Whatever, I think he's been high up on Ramsey. I don't, I don't see how he puts him in there. I think he has to have some brute force in the middle. So going with McKenny, uh, Betancourt, and Artur. And again, yeah, up I top, agree. if Dybala is 60%, play mm. him. Play him. And then Ronaldo and Kulichewski across the three. If he starts Morata, he's I'll an be idiot happy. again. Well, I'll be happy because here's why. And I don't think he's a bad player. Let me get that out in the open. I actually like Morata a little bit. But I think he kind of imbalances your group a bit because with the wingbacks and having a guy like that, it doesn't really make sense. Right. Does that make, if you, if right. you're following what yeah. I'm saying here, yeah. like he's stretching your team out, but if you're going to be hit in transition, what do you, why are you trying to stretch? Like if you're worried about the break and I don't mean like worried, like every team's worried about getting hit on the break, but let's, let's call it what it is. Like if you're not worried about getting hit on the break in this game, then you're, then, then you shouldn't coach like you shot no, because no. This Napoli team in transition is frightening. Like, they're yeah, frightening. And that's why I'm saying we cannot go with that back three. Let's see what happens, though. Tommy, give me your prediction. Uh, I can't say it. I can't say it out loud because it won't happen. See, the problem with me and Tommy being now, you know, these, these podcast hosts is that we have to make predictions for our team. And there's never going to be a time where, you know, you're not thinking there. You're like, oh, am I going to am I gonna jinx it or whatever it is. Yeah. But you guys have seen me nonstop on this show, and I've been <clears> so disappointed you know, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, you finally have this stage where it's, you have your own podcast and you're talking city on, it's incredible. And you have this great, you know, relationship with your, with your co-host here. And it's, it's a good thing. And, and um, it, it's at, it's at a point now where Juve has been anything but what I've grown up with. It's, it, it's sad yeah. to say it. It really is. It really is. And you have to be confident out there. Anybody that's playing against Juve now has got to be confident. But again, you always put that factor of what Juve is and what Tommy is stating. Yeah. I'm going I'm going 2-1 Napoli. I was going to say the same thing. I hate you. <laughs> going 2-1 Napoli. Yeah, I, although I could see 2-2. I could like honestly, that was the two scores I was going back. If it's going to go 2-2, two, two, it's going to be a PK at the end. It's going to be controversy, as you know. Yeah, whatever, but I could see 2-2. Two, two. Honestly, I don't want to say this because I think that we should win. I'd be happy if it was 2-2 in terms of the overall big picture. Like okay. a- anybody that says they're going to go to Juve and win is like – you can't just say that. Yeah, but like, now you know, nowadays you can do it. It's listen, listen. Yeah, but I mean it's been two games. Like how many, how many teams are going to go to your guys and win? Maybe three yeah. total if so, you're lucky. Tommy, press that uh, Maradona shirt for me. Okay. What size is it by the way? Medium? Yeah. All right. I got a medium too. I'll swing Wait, by – <laughs> I'll swing by the house. I'll come get it. No, right. no, it's for your birthday. We gotta do it on your birthday. All right, whatever. We'll do it on my birthday. Whatever sounds good to sounds good to me. We're gonna but. do it on mine, dude. Listen, if if it's a tie, we both wear them. Yeah, let's just go over real quick this weekend. 
Okay, and again, I, you you said it yourself. I hate how they have these games set up because again, you had games yesterday, and then, but mm-hmm. uh, we got Atalanta, um, uh, Cagliari, and uh, again, Atalanta going to kick off three and zero. Is Nangal and Cagliari yet? They send they're going to be sending them back uh, shortly, is what they're stating. Benevento, Bologna could be Benevento's uh, first win. No, I'm sorry, second no, win. Se- se- sorry, yeah. second win. Sorry, Frank. Yeah, they they they, uh, they took care of Samp- Sampdoria, uh, Fiorentina, Sampdoria. Uh, yeah, Sampdoria are not getting a win in that game. Listen, Fiorentina lose, dude. Yakini's uh, going. They look gone. good, man. Listen, they I'm telling good. you, I, I said it. I, so far, two weeks in, here's my predictions: Samp, Spezia, and Crotone are going down. Yeah, that would be mine after week two. I told you Benevento was going to be uh, was going to yeah, be staying up. Stay up. You, uh, so Ge- uh, Genoa Torino is uh, is postponed, as you know. Uh, maybe during that time you guys can have a conversation with the rooster as he has his week off and tell him, hey, listen, we'd like you at Juve. Well, transfer window closes Monday, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. But anyway, because we got Murata, dude. Hey, hey. Lazio, Lazio Inter, Milan Spezia, Parma Verona, Sosuolo uh, Cortrone, and Udinese Roma. Now, Tommy, the Lazio Inter Juve Napoli games, okay? are big time because if you look at it from this perspective, Milan got another guaranteed three points with Spezia, okay? Mm-hmm. Atalanta got another guaranteed uh, three points with Cagliari because they're in... Uh, uh, it, so, again, you know, you're dropping points, man. You're looking at the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at Milan and Atalanta taking advantage. I think it's I think it's bigger for Milan than it is Atalanta, though, right? Because yeah. Milan are a team that need confidence. They're learning how to win. Yeah. And they're learning how to win without Zlatan. Yeah. And I think that's where this comes... Because like, let's, let's just call it what it is, right? If they had to play you guys or us without Zlatan last week, we would both beat them. Oh, yeah. Without question. Because, you lose because that leadership, they're in different yeah. points in their development. Yes. He, he... Happy. Great. Yeah. Well... They're in a, so this works out, I think, more for them than it does Atalanta because Atalanta have been there. They've been in the Champions League now. They went to the quarterfinal, right? This Milan team is not the Milan team of old where they're still trying to find themselves a bit. Yeah. And I think this schedule helps them more than it helps Atalanta. Do you think that you agree with that? Yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that because, again, I, I not having Zlatan there, dude, is like Pioli's not being there either. It's You don't have your coach. You don't have your right. general on the, right. on the field. So, um, <clears throat> And listen – Let's call it what it is. I think Zlatan's more important than Pioli is to the team. Let's let's be very <laughs> yeah, let's be very let's be very honest with it as well. I was but, happy for Brian Diaz getting off the bench and scoring. But I just think that. again, I, I, Tommy, I'm telling you, man, it's it's going to be so tight this year because of what we just stated. And again, beautiful thing for the city, ah, huh? beautiful yeah, thing great. that you know Juve's not running away with it with 17 points. You know, by December, you know they got another you know another uh, you know Scudetti. Like, like Liverpool probably will be again this year. Exactly, and they're already, you're already seeing that now. But again. Um, you know, very, very excited for this weekend, you know, North versus the South and it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, it's great for the city. Uh, any uh, casual fan that's out there, there's such a rich history with, with these two clubs and, you know, you know, passion at the highest level. And, and, uh, you know, for the first time I'm terrified of playing against you guys. I'm going to be honest with you because I, I just don't, we, we don't have any kind of idea. We don't have any kind of, you know, you know, camaraderie or, or cohesion, um, you know, and you have a you know have a you have a you have a player in Ronaldo that has bailed us out for two years. It, it, it's it's anybody that wants to have a freaking argument with me about that, I would love to have that argument. He has He's bailed us. He any, has any bailed team. us out as so many times. You go back to the Athletic game that could have been a, a freaking guarantee that Athletic moves on. Ronaldo bails bails you out. Okay, so 
it, it's it's a reality of where we're at right now. I, I was hoping with Pirlo coming in, he would try to change some of that DNA. But it looks like he's a little bit more into those flair players, Tommy. You're seeing that with why he's picking Ramsey. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. a little bit more. Or Rabio, he's a little bit more into those flair players, technical <clears throat> players. And let me tell you something. That's not what you know Juve is built on. It's 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 not. And you know, seeing Benucci last week with Mkhitaryan flying by him like he was a freaking cone. You know, what's Vierko Wood thinking right now? What's player like Cannavaro that used to play for us, you know, thinking now? It, it's it's just, who's, it's a who's joke. Who's rooting for this weekend? Yeah, who is Cannavaro rooting for this weekend? Hey, come on, he's a Napoli now. He's a Skunitz, dude. He, you know, he's definitely, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, guys, listen, uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Everybody be safe out there. Everybody be kind to one another. And remember, anytime, every opportunity this month that you have, t- you know, uh, opportunity to wear pink, I'll, wear, be, I'll be wearing my pink shoes, which I do every year. I have Adidas pink shoes that I wear um you know the entire uh month of october um you know anybody that's dealing with the uh, disease and anybody that's lost yeah. a love, loved one to breast cancer um you know our hearts go out to you um and make sure and at any opportunity and tommy we're definitely as the city a-holes we're going to be doing uh um you know uh, send out some uh um some uh you know funds to uh you know charities um i know Col- uh, coleman right susan b coleman yeah. Is one of the charities out there as well that will be, uh, you know, doing that for the the, the next month, and we'll have hopefully the a holes out there will uh, help us support. We'll do probably like a GoFundMe or something. But again, anybody that's out there that's been dealing with this, you know, our heart goes out to you without question. Hundred percent, hundred percent, great shout. All right, Tommy, uh, we'll see you later, buddy. Ciao, ciao, everybody. Forza Juve. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later, dude. All right.